Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unstoppable Life podcast with your host, Verna Hayward, the original Spice Girl from Grenada, the island of spice and all that's nice. I am here to spice up your life with a sprinkle of faith, a dash of hope, and a pint of love. This podcast is a space for every woman and man to grow, not only grow in faith, but grow in wisdom, confidence, and develop their relationship as well as know their human rights that God gave each of us. Each week, you will hear topics from women and men to help you build a solid foundation. Now, let me introduce you to my special guest. Hello and welcome. I just want to introduce you, as I said, to my special guest, Juan Lee. Now, Juan wrote this book on Love Made Simple. It's a, it's a guide to inner peace, contentment, and success. Now, this is something we all want. And Juan has a, a, a special way of how he got to understand what was happening within his life to be able to, to, to be real with us and how this can help us. And so I'm just going to allow one to explain to us what made him write it and what it brought to him and how it can impact. But well, first of all, you need to know he's an international speaker. So this is his topic. Speak on that and it really helps change and transform lives. And his message today is going to help to transform your life. And I'm sure I'm going to get some transformation in it as well. So take it away. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Again, my name is Juan Lee. I'm a transformational speaker, thought leader in the power of love and author of Love Made Simple. Also, I am the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey. And that is basically the application of the book of Love Made Simple. My reasoning for writing the book was we had to take me back to graduating from high school at 17 years old and was lost, confused, felt very, I guess, just felt hopeless. Uh, didn't have any, no way of knowing how I was going to survive. I had been in religion and church, a Christian for all my life up until that point. And, and I still, I just didn't see the connection. I didn't see the application. 17, I went into the military and in the military, a lot of those things that I had been hearing in church came to life. Reality. It was some of the things, the attitude and the, the concepts and the characteristics of what this thing called love was, was made practical for me. And I was able to, to see this system that we had, that I was engaged in, come alive to me. And all of those things that I had heard about now began to make sense. I began to see things clearer than I've ever seen things before in my life. And it's from that perspective that I began to write my book about five years ago. I started writing this book and then in 2020, I published it. Been working to spread and share that word ever since then. That system of love that is meant for all of us to be successful in life. That's It all starts with peace, being able to have contentment about who we are and ourselves first, and then being able to demonstrate it to others and then begin to be successful in everything that we accomplish, everything that we look to desire to invest into humanity so that we can live that fulfilling life. That's tremendous. Because the thing is, we tend to seem to gravitate towards fear. We seem to gravitate towards spreading fear and making others seem to think that darkness is the way to go. <laughs> 
when in truth and in fact, if we only take a look within us, we can see the love that permeates through us and how that can transcend and transform. So, you know, just tell the audience a bit more of how we can use that love. Because as you say, growing up in church, until you went into the, the military, you didn't, you, you know, all that came to light. So for someone going through abuse or in whatever form it is, how can love transform their lives and the people around them? Well, it's, it's something that starts on the inside of each and every one of us. It's the ability for us to be able to possess it for ourselves first. We have a tendency to want to look external, look outwardly to get something that brings fulfillment or brings that we call happiness or that uh, joy. But it's something that we have to instill on the inside of. And it takes a month of attitudes that come from love, that emanate from love, that we have to possess for ourselves. And those attitudes are the things that re begin to reshape and formulate our mind so that we might be able to see life differently, that we might be able to see and understand things in a way that is more holistic and complete as it relates to who we are as parts of humanity. We are a temporary existence into something bigger than ourselves, something bigger than ourselves, such as humanity. It, it's humanity was here before we got here. It's here now. And our role is to bridge the gap from past to the future or from the present to the future. And so by understanding that role, that position that we hold, understanding that we have a responsibility to the future to invest into it now. And the way in which we do it is through love. The only way that we can invest into the future is through love. The components of love, there are three specific components of love that we all possess and we have to be able to, to be able to understand them so that we can know that we have purpose and we all have the same purpose. And that's something that's really difficult for so many of us to grasp, to understand that ultimately our purpose is to do exactly that. And that is to facilitate humanity. It's to protect and preserve humanity for the next generation. We're a temporary existence for that purpose. That's a bigger thing than we all can, than any of us can totally grasp. But to understand that's our spot is where we begin to understand the value of love. Because now love tells us the first thing about characteristic of love is that it's a chameleon. It adapts to anything. It does not matter what the circumstances circumstances are, it adapts to it. It sacrifices its own opinion or thoughts for the betterment of all so that all can be successful. That means that we have we have everything in common for each other so that we all can be successful. And then the second thing is that it's a conduit. It's that it's that vessel that allows us to facilitate our intent, our motivation through it so that others can benefit from it. It's that conduit that connects us one to another. And then finally, the third thing that love is, and that is the one that is that is so powerful. And that is that it's a choice. Love is a choice that everyone has the opportunity to express. Nobody can force you to do it, but no one can stop you from doing it. And it's that choice that makes love unstoppable, undefeated. And here's the thing, will never fail. It never fails because we have the desire, we have the power to administer it any and every time we desire it. It all starts with us.
Each and every one of us has that ability to care, to have be disciplined, to be humble, to be to sacrifice, to be disciplined, to be tenacious, to all of these attitudes that we have the ability to demonstrate in any given time, all facilitated through love. I mean, that's so powerful because we know there are different types of love. And if we take, for example, you know, I, I mean, you uh, to the to the listeners, you may hear us um, say God, but to you, it might be the universe. To you, it might be a being, whatever your choice is. Uh, um, that's OK. Or experience him in different ways. For me, it is God, because for everything that I've been through, I know I had to rely on the word and to use those words, to speak those words, because I see words as seed. And when we speak the word, it fall into the ground and it can fall on good soil or bad soil. And it flourishes. And as we nurture, we keep saying those words, we nurture them and they turn into fruits. And we wonder when something happens and we you know, stick that thing keep happening. Why is it happening? So in the same essence, when we speak a word that, um, like, for example, or oh, I'm not worthy, or because somebody said you're not worthy. I'm wondering, you know, during your time, had anyone said that to you where you probably took that on board and thought, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not worthy. And how did you use love to turn that around and realize that, hey, I was born with a right. I I was given that right from God uh, because he showed that he loved us. He showed that he loved us when he created Adam and everything else and then put Adam in a deep sleep and made a companion for Adam by taking a rib from the side of him, make him an equal, you know, somebody that can be his mate. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about that because I'm really excited about, about the love aspect. I tell you that as that's there was a scripture that I first let me explain. I had this learning disability that I did not know I had until I was 37 years old. And by that time, I had gone through the military. I was in the military, stayed in the military about nine years, got out of the military. But it was while I was in the military that there was an awakening. And that awakening became to give me my value. Because up until then, I really had no value. I felt hopeless. I didn't feel like I deserved or I was qualified for anything. And it was a scripture that said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that was the thing that you were talking about earlier when I, when you said, I repeated, that was my mantra. That was what I carried from week to week, from day to day, from month to month, to year to year. And yet to this day, because I know that I have value. And that was the scripture that maybe that allowed me to see that I was important, that I was necessary and that I was, I had what was sufficient. And what happened was not only did I hear that in my mind while in the military, it demonstrated it to me. It was allowing me to see because I had this learning disability all the time while I was in the military, but at no time did it prevent me from being my very best at being what I was called to do. And that was what the military did. They didn't try to compare me. They they saw who I was and allowed me to manifest that which I had to offer. And it was valued. It was important and it was significant. Because guess what? We all were in it together. There was no big I's and little U's. We were all in it together. And what I did was just as important as what someone else did. And so my mindset was 
to be appreciative of everybody around me and as they were appreciative of who I was. So it gave me that assurance that I had, that I never had before. Now it was confidence, but then it came from confidence to an assurance. It was like, I am somebody. I can do this. I am significant in this thing called life. I have a purpose and I have a uniqueness in that, that no one else can do. It's me, myself, and they need, everybody needs me. That's the concept of love in a nutshell. I need you and you need me and together we're successful. I love, you know, the fact that we cannot do anything by ourselves. We need one another. And then it's going back to realize that, hey, you can have everything, you know, I'll use Adam for, for that. You can have everything. He had all the animals, everything he can can converse with, can talk to them, but they can't talk back to him and they can't help him to do anything. But understanding that in order to move something, in order to do anything, we need someone, we need that other person. We might think we know it all, but we're still stuck. We don't know how to move. We don't know where to go, where to turn, go right, go left, go up, go go down. We don't know because we are stuck and we need that other person. And therefore, I smile when you said, I can do all things to Christ who strengthened me because that was one of the scripture that came when I was going through my tough time. As you said, your mantra. Today, we talk about affirmations, but that's what it was to us then. Mm-hmm. But when people say these things, do they really understand what it means? Do they really take it on board and understand the significance. So talk to me about how they can do that. And I'll just say, my grand used to say to me, Verna, one hand can clap. What? <laughs> it's like, what's this old woman telling me about? One hand can clap. And I suppose she used to see the stunness of me. What are you talking about? And she would take her hand and she would do that. And then she will ask me, what am I doing? You're fanning. You know, you could fan and you get some breeze. Yeah, she said, a fan in the wind, a fanning. There's no mm-hmm. sound, is there? Mm-mm. But you bring the other hand together and what you get, music. So it takes two hands to clap. So just entice us a little bit more. Absolutely. I mean, this goes back to the, to the three characteristics of love. You know, to have heard, and this is the part that I'm, that really caused me to write the book and continue to develop the this love concept is that to hear it is one thing. To apply it is another thing. That was how I, I decided to move into the nonprofit area to make it a practical application of love. It's the ability to be able to transition from this concept into something that's practical, something that you can apply, something that really becomes real. And that was where I, this is where I was. I was like, how can I make something that I can't see something that I can't conceptualize physically. How do I make it real? And the answer was me. I have to make it real. I have to choose to love. It's my choice to love. Now, when in doing so, the system will automatically render its value out in it because the concept, those attitudes will render you the success. Again, when I talk about, you were saying about your hand and clapping, I realized that I was not going to be successful in anything unless I realized that I needed help. It is so fundamental. There is nothing or no one on this earth that succeeds at anything 
in a vacuum. Nothing. Everything is self. It's it's interdependent. Everything, every one of us are interdependent. And then when we realize that, we begin to see others as resources instead of divides and enemies. That's a key element in this experience called life is that we're all here together for a reason. And when we come together and recognize that we all have different gifts and talents and, 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 and view them as resources so that we all can be successful, it makes the total difference. It begin goes back to the mindset. When you begin to adjust and change the way in which you view your, your neighbor as your friend, as your resource instead of your neighbor as your enemy. Things begin to change. You begin to see things that you would not have been able to otherwise see. You begin to see opportunities that you would have not otherwise been able to see as an opportunity. When you see your neighbor as a resistance or something as a hindrance instead of an opportunity as a resource, you're already at a, at a deficit in life. And that's the part that what love does is it changes your attitude. It begins to realign your thinking so that you can begin to have access to resources that you would ever would rather would have ever otherwise not been able to see. And that's what this thing, these eyes are just, they're just things that confirm opportunities that you already know that are exist that they're there they just confirm if you have the opportunities up here these just confirm yeah that is so true you know as you were saying that it just reminds me of what, what love is love doesn't hurt love doesn't hate love is not jealous love is kind love is hopeful love is patient but today we seem to be so impatient we don't seem to want to accept one another for who we are we feel that we have something to lose and one of the biggest and the first characteristic or attitude of love is a sacrifice. And it's a sacrifice of self. When you can overcome the fear of loss, it changes everything. It changes everything. And all that does is it takes a sacrifice of self, meaning that when you are able to do that, and here's the thing about it is, is that no one can force you to do it. No one can stop you from doing it. But once you do it, nobody can take it from you. No one can take it from you. And and it intimidates people that don't understand. It. it intimidates people who don't understand it. And it's just so freely when you get that liberty to be able to be free to give yourself without any fear of loss. It, it is so liberating. It changes the game totally. It changes the game totally. You're talking about a liberty that people could only wonder about. When I say peace, an inner peace, that's what I'm talking about. That clarity in mind of being able to, to navigate situations and circumstances in spite of whatever the external situations are, you're being able to navigate them with peace, have contentment, understand that assurance of who you are, and then be able to be successful in what Ever your ventures are because they're in line with what's in best with its what's in the best interest of humanity. It's a giving and not a receiving. It's about what you have to offer. You've put yourself, you've built yourself, you've just developed yourself. You've learned those things that are necessary and important to someone else. And then you give them. That's love. 
And I mean, that love was demonstrated to us, you know, when when Christ went to the cross and he died for us. He didn't have to do it. What, what that tells me is that the Christ is within us. We tend to look for this pie in the sky or something will fall from the sky. But he says, I am in you. I am in the Father and the Father is in me and I am in you. Greater works than these shall you do. So which means we have a greater love. And as you said, it's a choice. We either accept that love to then give it away because it's a gift. And when you receive a gift, you use it. But also... You don't just keep that gift, you share that gift with others. So in your time of being a inspirational speaker and, and working, because I know you work with different types of people and teach them love, what are some of the experiences that you have come across that enlighten you or give you some more insights on how we can really demonstrate that true love within us? Well, that's the big biggest challenges that we have is that we look for it external. Okay. That's the biggest challenge that we have is to first begin to develop ourselves. If we're not developing ourselves, we are trying to get something that no one can give to us. And so when you said it just a second ago, it's something that we have to first know and have for ourselves. We have to accept ourselves, get to know ourselves, accept ourselves, develop ourselves. And that takes a great deal of work. It takes a great deal of work. It, there is no shortcut, nor is there any easy way to do it. And many times I come up and people say, you know, you say you make this, they make the statement that this love is easy. And I, and I reference, I say, I correct him. I said, my book is called Love Made Simple. It, it doesn't imply that it's easy. It just means that it's clear. And when it's clear, it means that you now hold the keys to demonstrating. It's not that it's easy. It's not. And I'll be the first one to tell you it's not easy because it takes takes sacrifice. It takes humility. It takes caring. It takes discipline. It takes responsibility. It takes tenacity. It, one of the, these are one of the seven character attitudes, but it's courage. It, all of these things and none of them are easy because you have to implement them in the most challenging time. That's what we have to do. And so when we want someone to give us that, no one can give you that. No one, you can't go out there and expect someone to, to give you something that, that, that you've got to establish a relationship with for yourself. And when you said, and this is the part that was very interesting, you said that, you know, we have to, and I think the point was that you have to learn it, have it for yourself. But at the same time, when you give it, you're not going to get back what you gave. You get back fulfillment of being able to give. And you see someone else flourish and blossom brings you fulfillment, meaning that you had something that was necessary for someone else. It was important and it gave them the nurturing that they needed to be their best. That's what we're after, that type of fulfillment. You can't give you can't give love and expecting love to return. You have yeah. to have it to give and it will return you fulfillment. And it's almost as though there is an abundance that goes with it, that abundant life. We think in, when we think about abundant life, we think about just finance, but it goes beyond that abundance goes beyond just finance. It goes, it's, it's another level. It takes us to another level so that when someone hurts you and someone causes you pain, 
happening. And as you said, it takes courage and it takes persistence of, and it takes unforgiveness because you have to be a person that is willing to forgive. And that's not easy. But it's the love, that unconditional love that is within you, that is within each and every one of us. It's when we tap into that. It's again, having to, you know, that statement that you make, I, I sometimes, I oftentimes give people, when they talk about unconditional love, if there are any conditions to love, it's not love. When we preference love by calling it unconditional, we assume that there's another kind of love. And I think that is you know, having a lot to do with why people have such a challenge with being able to understand the power of love, because it's like I can give it or I cannot give it. And I determine the level that I want to give it. No, you don't have that choice. It's that ability to know that the circumstances don't dictate the, the application. And as you said, you know, it's a choice to go through in spite of whatever the circumstances are. You said when the example that God gave us when he gave us his son and Jesus died on the cross and he said, not my will, but thy will be done. He said, no matter what the circumstances are, I'm going to choose to be this demonstration that my father wanted. That's a choice. And it was uncomfortable, at best uncomfortable. And that's what he's requiring us to do is to make that sacrifice in very uncomfortable time instead of it's not what we say, it's what we demonstrate. It's what we demonstrate because it's what we carry out that makes the difference. This is such a, a big topic, you know, because we can go on and on and on and on and on about it because I think it's something that really needs to be heard. We don't talk about it enough. Mm -mm. We talk about prosperity. But when we talk about prosperity, again, it relates to finance, how to be prosperous. But we don't talk about the prosperity of love. Well, see, that that's it. Peace, peace is the ultimate success in this experience. It's the clarity to be able to navigate the things that we don't have control over, the things that we have no control over. That's this world. It's this situation, the circumstances, and the clarity that comes from the peace of love allows us to navigate this thing because we have this charge to invest into humanity, our uniqueness, our originality for the purpose of preserving and protecting humanity for the next generation. We're just a temporary investment that's necessary. Each and every one of us, when we decide to understand that we live in a moment for the for a reason and that we don't have any say so over the next moment. Only the moment that we have, there is an urgency to be able to, to maximize the moment when we speak to one another, when we see one another, when we absolutely understand that everybody's important. So that's what we're here to accomplish is to manifest that so that each and every one of us maximizes their potential and that humanity is preserved and protected for the next generation to then experience the exact same thing at another level, to another degree, taking this experience to another level. We're very, we're unique. We're the only, here's the thing, in the totality of humanity, it existed in the past, it exists now, and we have an impact on how it will exist into the future. But the only time that we can actually impact is in the present. Yeah. It's in the present. It's yeah. when we can yeah. invest into it for the future. 
future. Yeah, it's living in the now. Living in the living now, in, in the, the moment. Yeah, living and love now. is and love is the key, the system that allows us together collectively to manifest that, so that we can protect and preserve humanity. Oh, I think <laughs> this is you mentioned about unique. You know, it's a unique position that we are in, and being our authentic self and on authenticity, we can't try to be anyone else. <laughs> we can only be us. And that's a challenge that we have. Yeah. That's a challenge we have because in this society in which we live in, it's about comparison. We're about measuring up to someone else's standard. That was my chat. That was where I was lost at, was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. And it wasn't until I realized my value, my uniqueness, my originality that I understood my authenticity. That was when things really began to click and they say, huh, not only am I confident, I am very assured in my confidence because there will never be, has never been a one like me ever again. I have something to offer that no one else can bring. And that's the originality. And that's a really lovely place for us to come to an end of this session. <laughs> I mean, we have to have another session because <laughs> this is mind-blowing. And I think people need to hear that. And the viewers need to hear that. So when you're going through something, you're just going through. You're not staying there. You're just passing. It comes to pass. It comes to, comes pass. to pass. It's only here to come to the next moment so that it can pass. All you have to do is stand. You have to just be able to navigate, stand. It's going to pass. Yes. How do you do that in the moment is those attitudes that you need to be able to possess to understand that this will also pass. I'm going to sacrifice the moment, the moment. I'm going to take this time to sacrifice the moment so that it can pass and without fear of law. Uh, I mean, this is so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful because I'm, I'm smiling because it is such a joy to have you on the program to be able to speak to the audience, both female and male. When I created when I created it, or when it came to me, Unstoppable, Res Unstoppable Resilience, I, I created a program called that, The Three Powerful Practices to Take Your Power Back. And that's what we do. We relinquish our power when we decide we're not going to love. We're not going to use the thing that we have been given that within us. And I'm so glad that I come to know you and I'm getting to know you more and more. Now, how can somebody want to reach out to you? How can someone reach out to you? Well, you can reach out to me on many platforms, one of which is, first of all, you can meet me in, at wanleytheauthor.com. That's my website where I, you can find out more about me, the author of Love Made Simple. Um, you can info me at wanleytheauthor as for email. You can send the email to me there, or you can send it to Clear Journey, info at clearjourney.org, the wanleytheauthors.com, the clearjourneys.org. Um, and I'm on all the social media. I'm on Facebook at wanleyauthor. I'm on Instagram at wanley. I'm at Twitter at Love Made Simple. I'm on Instagram. Also, I'm at LinkedIn, Juan Lee. If you go to my LinkedIn or my Instagram page, there's a freebie there that if anybody can want to, it's about the three mistakes that we make to live in a successful life. I have three uh, little tidbits of information there for you, but be aware and be on the lookout for, I'm going to start a podcast. It's called Think, The Things I Needed to Know. It's going to be coming out soon. And it's basically going to take us on this journey from the bridge, from the experience of love to the application of love, the concept to the application. We want to make people to have the full benefit.
benefit of what love is. And that's going to be launching soon. So look out for that. Um, and like I said, it's going to be called Things I Needed to Know. Think. Oh, that's so, so great. That's so lovely. I'm so thankful for that. And it's such a blessing. But we will put all that in the information as well so that they can have that and they can refer to it to get on to you. So I want to thank you so much for being here with us. I appreciate you. Oh, so grateful. Thank you. But I just want to mention one other thing. On Thursdays, I'm on Clubhouse. Every Thursday at one o'clock, I'm on the Clubhouse, by the way. And that's any Thursday on Clubhouse. It's called Agape Love. Come on out. We can talk. Come on and we can talk. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here. I need to make sure I put that down on Thursdays at one o'clock. I know I have something else that I do on a Thursday, but I think this is important to, to be a part of this. I'm really loving this. Thank you so much, Wanli. I appreciate you and I love you with everything that is within me that you know, God has given, given us. And I think our connection is not by chance, it's by purpose. So thank you very much for being thank here. Thank you with for us. having me and anytime I'm here for it. Thank you. Wow, that was amazing. Wisdom is a principal thing. I just hope you got some wisdom out of the conversation today. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all I get in, get understanding. Proverbs 4, 7 to 9. I pray this episode has given you wisdom so you can have an unstoppable life. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd like you to follow me on Facebook and also, you know, like and share. The program will be on Spotify and on Google and on Apple. So wherever it is you like listening to this podcast, I encourage you to go there and have a listen and uh, to share it with your family and your friends. Love. Love conquers all. Love is everything that we need. We can't do anything without love. Thank you for spending time on the Unstoppable Life podcast. I appreciate you. Take care and God bless. Speak to you soon.